There were three ordinary women on what seemed like a simple mission to find a film they liked. One where women got something to do and not just look pretty or be murdered. Which, to be totally honest, has complicated matters a bit. Welcome to Flicking. Yes, it sounds a bit rude. That's the joke. Hello and welcome to Flicking, our monthly delve into beloved films. I am Mickey Nunadokus and I'm joined by Yosra Osmanosaurus. Hello. <laughs> Roar, hello. <laughs> and Hannah Dunleavy Tops Rex. Hello. <laughs> yeah, great. Hello. <laughs> this month we have spared no expense as I pick Steven Spielberg's 1993 blockbuster Saurus Jurassic Park because I'm a clever girl. Eagle-eared regular listeners of Flicking will have spotted this is my second Spielberg pick because I've previously chatted about my deep love of Jaws. And to be fair, Jurassic Park is kind of Jaws with dinosaurs. And like with Jaws, I'm on my second DVD of it, having worn out the first. And you know, maybe, just maybe, I am a basic bitch. Yosra and Hannah have both chosen wonderful films for this series. Turns out, I love a movie. Based on Michael Crichton's 1990 novel of the same name, Jurassic Park was a box office behemoth. It grossed more than $912 million worldwide in its original theatrical run, making it the highest grossing film of 1993 and the highest grossing film ever at the time until Titanic knocked it off that top spot in 1997. There's no accounting for taste, eh? Eh, Yosra? You like Titanic, don't you? Yes. I've been handed on Levy. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Jurassic Park before it gets too awkward. The cast is pure spanking. It stars Sam Neill, Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum, Dickie Attenborough, Samuel L. Jackson, Wayne Knight, and some phenomenal kick-ass autoerotica, sorry, animatronic and CGI lady dinosaurs. Jurassic Park won more than 20 awards, including three Oscars for its technical achievements in visual effects and sound design, and it's considered a landmark in the development of computer-generated imagery and animatronic visual effects, and rightly so. So a quick question before I carry on. Yosra, Hannah, you've seen Jurassic Park before, right? Yeah, I absolutely have. I I just don't, I couldn't tell you when I've first seen it, because I've seen it so many times, and it's one of those films that... I've definitely seen the whole film, but I only ever remember catching bits of it because, you know, it normally comes on ITV or something at a certain time of year and I'll always catch it at a certain point. And what's good about it is it doesn't matter what point in the film it is on, I'll still sit and watch the rest of it. Uh-huh. I'll never skip it. And you know what you were saying before about, you know, I'm not I'm not one of those people that's going to take a kind of snobbish look at films because I think Jurassic Park is actually pretty much universally loved. I don't know many people that hate it. And I, I do think it's a really, really good film. So don't worry, Mickey, you do have taste uh, on this Yosha's one. Yosha's on team Mickey. Okay. And Hannah, <laughs> I take it you've seen Jurassic Park before. I have seen Jurassic Park. I do feel the need to point out one thing, though, about this, which is that Jurassic Park came out in 1993. And I was an adult in 1993, and neither of you two were. So although I do love it, perhaps my enthusiasm comes from a different place than yours does, because I never, obviously never saw it as a child. I was 19 when it came out. Ah, good info. So I asked whether you'd seen it in a kind of, of course you have, because I genuinely can't imagine talking to someone around our age group who hasn't seen Jurassic Park. It does mean that summing up the plot feels slightly pointless, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'll try to keep it short. 
Former flea circus owner John Hammond, Attenborough, has harnessed dino DNA via mosquitoes in amber to create a theme park of cloned dinosaurs. Annoyingly, one of the very dangerous indeed velociraptors has eaten a member of staff, making the park's investors a bit eggy and in need of some reassurance from experts. Cue a weekend at Jurassic Park for doctors Alan Grant, Sam Neill and Ellie Sattler, Laura Dern, paleontologist and paleobotanist respectively, rock star mathematician Dr Ian Malcolm, Goldblum, oh glorious Goldblum, and Hammond's grandkids Lex, Ariana Richards and Timmy, Joseph Masello. Unfortunately, unscrupulous lead computer programmer Dennis Nidri, played by Wayne Knight, is up against it financially, so only too happy to take cash from some other company wanting to skip the research and just get on with the dinosaurs. To nick the dino embryos and escape undetected, he deactivates the park's security system, the bastard. There's also a massive tropical storm doing no one any favours. With the fences down and the tour group stranded, dinosaur chaos ensues. Hooray! Turns out, there's a reason dinosaurs and humans have been separated by 65 million years. Why do I love it? It's smart, it's funny, it's suspenseful, and nearly 30 years on, it still looks fucking great. That magic. The magic of seeing a fully realised dinosaur for the first time hits me full in the face every time I watch this. T-Rex's first on-screen appearance can still make me jump. The velociraptors terrifying chittering to each other in the kitchen still gives me goosebumps. Sad triceratops with a jippy tummy makes me sad. And Sam Neill's delight that the Vegisauruses really do move in herds gets me full in the heart every time. So, a slightly left-field question to start with. Yosra, Hannah, in that order. If a real-life Jurassic Park was to open, would you go? Oh... I don't think I, I would. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure I would, to be honest. As as one, I mean, it's interesting because in the film, I was watching it again for the first time in a while, um, just today, and I did think at the beginning, "Wow, wow, the wonder of this place! How exciting, isn't it great?" I'm like, "Hang on, you know exactly what happens <laughs> in this film. Why are you falling for it again?" So, with that in mind, I'm, I'm going to have to be boring and say I probably wouldn't. I could see it on YouTube or something. I'm sure it'd be great. <laughs> Hannah? Uh, no, no, um, because, I mean, it is a bit on the nose when you see it, but, you know, it is the answer that Seinfeld's neighbour has a picture of uh, Dr. Robert I Am Become Death, destroyer of worlds, Oppenheimer, stuck on his computer. And I tend to fall into that area of, you know, some things just, just you just, just shouldn't do some things, and not just because I've seen Jurassic Park, but, yeah, so no. Plus... I will say, everything seems like fun. His safari park seems like fun until a monkey's making off with your wing mirror or with your <laughs> things. So, uh, no. I mean, that I'm totally amazed by the fact that, you know, the, the thing that spits venom into your eyes. Sorry, Mickey, you probably know all the words for this. But the thing that spits venom in your eyes that ends up killing Seinfeld's neighbour. The only thing that protects people in that is a sign that says, don't open your windows. <laughs> like, that's not <laughs> enough, is it? People would open their windows. People do that. When Muldoon goes, I told you we should have put locks on the doors. No shit, exactly. mate. <laughs> exactly. They don't seem to understand human nature, let alone, like, dinosaur nature. They don't even understand human nature. So, absolutely not, no. I think, as Dr. Ian Malcolm quite rightly says, they don't seem to understand nature at all, Hannah, no matter where it's directed. So, Hannah, you kind of touched on this when we were talking about when you'd seen Jurassic Park, but a question to both of you. Did you love dinosaurs as a kid? Did you have that obsession that a lot of kids go through? 
Oh, God, yeah. But for, I would say, 18 months, however long it lasts, Blue Peter, when they opened the dinosaur... My God, now I do sound really old. When they opened the dinosaur exhibition at the Natural History Museum... Oh, I fucking love that exhibition. Blue Peter had a competition to draw the poster to design it. Um, this is how I ended up with a Blue Peter badge, because I entered it and drew a picture of a dinosaur. And that was either that was... No, I'm thinking that was probably what kicked off my like obsession we've lost Yasra she just comes stuck <laughs> with dinosaurs for about, eight, for about 18 months and then I got into space which is the other thing that kids are really obsessed by and stars and stuff so so yes but it wasn't a long term thing if you are playing standard issue bingo and you had Hannah Dunleavy is the only one of us with a blue Peter badge on there like pat yeah. yourself on the back I don't have it my mum's got it in her jewellery box because it's too precious <laughs> Yasra I actually never had an interest in dinosaurs as a kid. Never. In fact, I'll tell you something now. As a kid, I didn't like Jurassic Park. I thought it was, I, I didn't care for it. But mainly because I would think I was a bit terrified, but also I, I just had no interest in dinosaurs. It wasn't until I got a bit older and started looking a bit more into it that I, I found a little bit of an interest. I was just a terrible child. I was so boring. All I cared about was Disney. So, you know, that's that's about the extent of my childhood. So no, I was not into dinosaurs. Well, Crichton actually imagined Hammond as a dark Walt Disney. That's what he was going for. Which I can see, but only, again, only as an adult watching it again, that I can kind of see, you know, the talk about theme parks and sort of some of the moral ambiguity that comes into these theme parks. I, I, I totally get it now, but as a kid, all of that was lost on me. And I just thought, no, don't care about dinosaurs. Also worth bearing in mind, Walt Disney, not the lightest of humans. Did you like it? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's terrific, yeah. isn't it? And it's terrific. Yeah. It's so terrific that the stuff in it that's daft as fuck, and I don't even mean the science, because who cares whether the science nah. is good or bad. The daft stuff, like, nobody ever notices anything until it's right next to them. When they, <laughs> when they first arrive, they're, they're looking out the window, and suddenly they're like, oh, a dip for dokers. And then they look that way, and they're like, oh, look, there's a whole horde of them. That's when you get there. Da, 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 da. I'm a dinosaur. How did, you not, how did you not spot that sooner? It's <laughs> have you been driving in the car with your eyes closed for the last 20 minutes stuff like that is so daft but it doesn't it, it doesn't matter that will show you like how good because what you remember is the water and the footprint shaking mm-hmm. and the thing it does when it yes. when the, the little circular window and it all for that's the stuff so yeah yeah i mean yeah it's terrific it's brilliant it's an absolute classic it's amazing watching it again now the one thing I really rate about it is how it hasn't aged horribly and I mean that not just in terms of the story but in terms of the technicalities Mm -hmm. of the film you know some other films they don't look as great when you watch them again now um you know I think we talked about Jaws and I said oh I didn't find the shot that scary when I watched it again whereas when I first watched it I did whereas here in Jurassic Park I'm still kind of terrified and I'm still really impressed with with the effects that they the special effects Mm. which they rightfully won so many awards for I just think it's absolutely brilliant and getting that sense of we talked about the kind of wonder with the horror and mixing it so so well that's actually quite a hard thing to do so I I think it's brilliant I think that's where it's similar to Jaws because a lot of it is the suspense we don't see a dinosaur well we see a a sort of we hear from a dinosaur right at the beginning in the same way there's a shark attack right at the beginning of Jaws but then you don't actually see a dinosaur until well into the film 
And I wondered if you could guess, if one of you could guess, the film is 127 minutes long. Do you know how many minutes of dinosaur screen time are in that 127 minutes? 20? I was about to say 20 minutes. It's not a bad guess. It's actually 14. Wow. Wow. But it feels loads more, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it does. Going back to the, when you were talking about the sick dinosaur, what makes me laugh about that is that oh she's poorly and then they immediately all start going oh look at her and poking at her and like stroking <laughs> her lie on her. dinosaur <laughs> <laughs> I was like leave her alone she doesn't feel very well <laughs> one of the things I would say is I think one of the other things that makes this really really work is I don't know the girl's name but to a massive degree little Joe Mazzello is fucking great in this yeah. and if those kids hadn't been as good as they had been if they hadn't been as well written as they were they would have come across as quite whiny and annoying it's so annoying yeah it's so difficult with kids but he is he in particular is absolutely spot on in this i think that leads quite neatly on to women in jurassic park because ariana richards who plays lex you know she might only be a kid but she ends up helping save the day because out of the two of them she's the one with the computer knowledge Laura Dern has got a lot of agency. Ellie Sattler is, you know, she's actually a bit more up and at him than Alan Grant. And there's a lovely line where Richard Attenborough's character Hammond says, oh, it should be me going because like, I'm a man I'm and you're a woman. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 112. And she just goes, look, we'll talk about sexism uh, later, but I'm off. And I wondered how you felt about the role of women because there aren't many human women in there, but obviously all of the dinosaurs are ladies. Well, yeah, I mean, she does, not just them, but she does call out sexism on a number of occasions in this, which is, yeah, quite forward-thinking and progressive. I mean, on the other hand, Jeff Goldblum's character is a sleazebag towards women, so I don't know if that weighs it out. But Stop touching me, Jeff. (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. But I I think Laura Dern is probably one of my favourite characters in the film and even as a kid saying I didn't really like it that much I always thought she was so so cool because you're right she does have more agency she just seems a bit more switched on than a lot of the male characters in the film who would just kind of look like they don't really know what they're doing sometimes so yeah I do really like that about the film and yes Jeff Goldblum is a massive sleaze I totally agree with Anna on that he does get some of the best lines though doesn't he he has the funniest lines though yeah (laughs) apparently when they were on set everyone else would be like learning their lines and just quietly unobtrusively learning their lines in a corner and uh, Jeff Goldblum would learn his lines by speed reading them out loud. It seems, <laughs> seems chaotic fitting me with Dr Malcolm there. Would you like a few fun facts about Jurassic Park? Yes, yeah. please. To go along with my I think it's quite like Jaws, as with Bruce the Shark in Jaws, the T-Rex occasionally malfunctioned due to the wet weather. And producer Kathleen Kennedy recalls, the T-Rex went into the heebie-jeebies sometimes, scared the crap out of us. We'd be, like, eating lunch, and all of a sudden, a T-Rex would come alive. At first, we didn't know what was happening, and then we did realise it was the rain. But you'd hear people start screaming. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Can I just ask... I know obviously you both have seen Jaws fairly recently because I made you watch it for flicking but can you see the similarities or am I talking nonsense? Um, I don't think you're talking nonsense I see I see some of the similarities 
I actually personally think Jurassic Park is a better film okay. than Jaws. But I agree that the kind of suspense, the suspense is done really, really well in both films. And like you say, considering you don't actually see the, the either the shark or, or the dinosaurs very much in the film at all, they, they do that well. So from that perspective, I can see some of the similarities. I think Jurassic Park, I can't remember what rating Jaws is, but Jurassic Park is is something that they they made it a horror film for kids, isn't it? A PG or something PG, like that. Yeah, mm. yeah so it, it's it's got a sense of family friendliness that I think plays off quite differently to what you see in Jaws. Um, yeah, which... I agree because I think Jaws has a more, although Jurassic Park asks a philosophical question, you know, and Jeff Goldblum gets the word that you know just because he can doesn't mean you should. And it does ask a philosophical question. Jaws, like, has that sort of Captain Ahab chasing his white whale mm. thing about it that I don't think Jurassic Park has that character. And that's kind of why I love Jaws, the idea that it's about man's relationship with a beast. I suppose you would say that Laura Dern and Sam Neill's characters are the ones that, you know, have that long-standing relationship. But they are filled with wonder, aren't they? Whereas Quint is filled with cynicism and yeah, like rage and, yeah, and yeah. Absolutely. yeah yeah but i think like the hubris of hammond and the mayor is similar even yeah. when it's all gone tits up and his grandkids aren't safe he's like already going next time and it takes laura dern to go there that's not going to be a next time although obviously we all know that is a lie because this is a franchise and there have been several next times and you know no one's learning that life uh finds a way because they all end badly <laughs> for humans when we're interacting with dinosaurs <laughs> so another little fun fact t-rex's roar is a composite of tiger alligator and baby elephant noises it's quite cute isn't it oh yeah lovely t-rex and uh, to scupper a huge plot point in jurassic park recent research suggests that t-rex probably had really excellent vision so that whole yeah. she only works on movement and shit hearing and sense of smell apparently just yeah really the bad. sense of smell must have been appalling <laughs> they're literally right next to them going and they can't maybe they've had covid i don't know um, <laughs> <laughs> no wonder they went extinct like tiny hands and no sense of smell or hearing yeah. or vision <laughs> terrible Speaking of hearing, though, I, I know it's the obvious thing to mention, but I don't think we've mentioned it yet. I, I just absolutely love it's amazing John Williams' score mm-hmm. when it comes in. Just how much it just moves me every single time I watch the film. It, I just get this sort of welled up feeling, and, and it just it does perfectly done for the film. So I just want to give that a shout out. I don't think we've mentioned one critic it said it was too bombastic. I don't think that's a thing when it comes I, to I don't John Williams scores. No. Are you talking about dinosaur? It's a dinosaur. That one. I'm getting emotional. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just made <laughs> cry. <laughs> I said you were that one of someone doing that on an accordion. It's a melodica, but I will. It's amazing. <laughs> it's one of the best things. T-Rex, she gets to save the day a little bit and the Velociraptors are the real villains. And at the time of filming, the Velociraptor, as imagined by Spielberg, was not a thing. Actual Velociraptors are much smaller, lighter, and probably had feathers. However, and this is incredible, I learned this this morning, during the filming of Jurassic Park, a new species called the Utah Raptor was discovered and it turned out to be pretty much like what Spielberg had imagined. 
How exciting is that? That's so cool. Did you say Utah? Raptor. Yeah, Utah, Raptor. You, 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 Utah, Raptor. <laughs> <laughs> so it was salty and also a Mormon. <laughs> and which is exactly what Spielberg imagined. <laughs> and one final fun fact, Attenborough actually came out of retirement to play Hammond, although Sean Connery was also considered for the role and at least he would have got the fucking accent right because what is that Scottish accent? Was it Scottish? It's I didn't even realise it was a Scottish accent. <laughs> no, me neither. Tells you all you need to know. He's kind of like pantomime Scottish when they're in the caravan and he's opening their champagne and then it just is fucking all over the place. <laughs> and he actually says when I first came down from Scotland, yeah, all right, mate. Sure you did. I've never picked up on that and there's no. several times I have seen Jurassic Park, which, yeah, I guess goes to show how terrible the accent was. I just it, I just thought it was Richard Ashton speaking. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think women's that there is anything about jurassic park that is dated i mean i would say it only has one character of color and he dies an off-screen death he is underused samuel l jackson i do still think that now and a really casual oh he's gone he's dead just so she can get the arm Mm -hmm. just the the arm of the arm yeah so he isn't sort of treated as i don't know treated as if he's as interesting as he actually is if that makes sense knowing now that we know what samuel l jackson can do no he doesn't it's so weird seeing samuel l jackson look anything but really fucking cool and he really doesn't look cool in this at all i mean i know he's got the cigarette hanging out of his mouth but... <laughs> and the other people of color are, are all just staff that don't even get anything to do or say and you know one yeah. of them gets eaten straight away so yeah absolutely agree with you on that one and probably Jeff Goldblum's character or elements of his character. Yeah. I mean, not to say that men like him don't still exist, to be fair. I don't think they generally hit on people's partners <laughs> while they're in front of them quite so obviously, no, do not, they? not really. There's sort of a sense sometimes with Jeff Goldblum and the sort of characters he plays. like so They can make really sleazy comments, can't they? And everyone's like, well, it's okay because it's Jeff Goldblum. And I'm yeah. like, oh... Is it is it really okay? I mean, I love Jeff Goldblum, but it's, it's quite interesting how that's been happening still now, even, even though this film is 93. In fairness, apart from the dinosaurs, like Hannah pointed out, they get objectified and crawled all over without their permission. But the other objectification is very much Jeff Goldblum lying, sort of shirtless and injured. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, it makes me laugh how people are only injured in one way in this, and that's that they develop a limb. <laughs> Most everybody has a limp by the end of it. This film should be called Running. It's limp or dead. I think they're the (laughs) options. Yeah. Well, I mean, I had a lovely time watching Jurassic Park for, I don't know. I mean, I'm well on the way to wearing out my second DVD of it. So I'm very pleased that you both enjoyed it too. And next time, it's Hannah. Finally, Hannah's missed out on a couple of turns. So Hannah is picking our next flicking. What are we watching? Right, so I actually wrote a list because I'm so bad at picking. And it had two foreign films, a film directed by a woman and one that's just dumb as fuck. And also stars Jeff Goldblum, so I'm not going to pick that one. (laughs) So maybe go with one of the foreign ones. Maybe we should watch The Lives of Others. Ooh, I also have that on DVD. Yeah. I haven't seen it for a while. You both said that at exactly the same time. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's It's like somebody's listening. Yeah. Yeah. Hannah, are we okay to know what the dumbest fuck one is, or is that going to be saved for another time? Oh, it's absolutely Thor Ragnarok. Oh, I think Jeff Goldblum is amazing. Yeah, I just think Jeff Goldblum in that film. Two Jeff Goldblums in a row would be too much. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we could make a tradition of Christmas Goldblum. Yeah, absolutely. That. 
Issue for all women.